Hello, everybody. This is Aston Osai, Superintendent of St. Louis Park Public Schools, and you're listening to the Share the Mic podcast, the show that explores what connects our school community, who we are as individuals, and who we are as a collective. Through conversations with students, staff, and community members, we'll talk about what brings us joy, our hopes and dreams, and our connection to our strategic plan for racial equity transformation. Well, welcome, Mishek. Thank you so much for um, joining us here on Share the Mic podcast. Um, I'm excited to, to interview you as one of our um, members of the class of 2023. You know, we're currently doing a series engaging several members of the class of 2023, really learning more about their experience here in St. Louis Park Public Schools and um, learning about their future plans. So I'm excited to, to spend a little bit of time with you. I know that um, you've been here in St. Louis Park Public Schools since about um, middle school, I believe. You transferred, your family moved here to St. Louis Park. You were formerly over in um, South Minneapolis, I think at Whittier Elementary School. And I would love to just hear a little bit about your experience as a student here in St. Louis Park Public Schools and what that transition was like coming from uh, Minneapolis Public Schools to St. Louis Park Public Schools. Absolutely. Um, thank you for having me, Dr. Osai. It's uh, honored to be chosen out of the many students in, in my class. Um, and I have a lot of things I would love to share about my experience in the school, so I'm glad for the opportunity. Um, so I, I moved here uh, in fourth grade. I lived here while I was in fifth grade, still attending Whittier, and then um, my second year of living here, I started attending the middle school. Uh, and it was a, a little bit of a mediocre experience for me just because uh, there was this really tight sense of community between the kids from other schools. Mm. Um, so, you know, when you enter from outside, sometimes you can start off, you know, a little separated from the rest of the pre-built cliques. Um, but um, I made it through. It was nothing terribly remarkable. Um, I was a decent student. I was smart. I, I didn't dislike school. So um, it wasn't anything special for me. I didn't really start like thinking about school or like thinking about my schooling experience until um, not even freshman year, maybe uh, sophomore year. Mm. Um, and that was when COVID hit. Yeah. Um, and you know, that's obviously the big remarkable experience for everyone in, in you know, my, my generation, the grade above and below me. Um, and so, it, it was a difficult experience as someone who who's always been like a little bit of a procrastinator because uh, it's a it's a big struggle to succeed you know with no pressure on on me for me um, so um, even though I you know I, I am a capable student and I am good at a lot of the academic things I, str I struggled a lot academically um, and you know, it, it took a little bit for me to get back on track because I developed like a court, a lot of bad habits, you know, um, over COVID. I didn't really get to fix the bad habits I developed in middle school just, you know, from, you know, being a dumb middle schooler. Uh, so it, it, it was hard for me to kind of find a place in the school just with my bad habits and kind of, you know, recovering from COVID. Um, junior year was like particularly difficult for me, um, <clears throat> just in attendance and uh, academic struggles. 
Um, and then I kind of found a place senior year in a program called the NTA. Have you, I don't yeah, know if you've ever yeah, heard of are, it. You're the non-traditional academy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't think it gets enough of a spotlight that it deserves. I think it's it's an amazing program. Um, and uh, for anyone who doesn't know what it is, uh, it's we have all four core classes um, in one classroom with four different teachers. It's co-taught. Um, and right off the bat, uh, a sense of community is really emphasized and support is, is unmatched for many teachers I've ever had before. Um, and they're very willing to meet you where you're at. Mm. And, you know, their only goal is to help you succeed afterwards. Um, and I think for everyone in the NTA, for I don't want to speak for everyone, but for me, that has been such a nice detachment from the traditional schooling because of the level of care. Um, I think traditional schooling works for some students, but I think some students end up at a point where they need more than traditional schooling can offer. Um, And some students have always been at a point where they work better with things that traditional schooling doesn't offer. Um, And I think I am one of those students, and I found that place in the NTA. I see. Yeah. No. So, so Mishek, you've um, you just offered a lot, and I, I, I want to, I want to lean into a little bit of what you're you're sharing because, first and foremost, I know you as a as a very brilliant mind. I've had it. I met you this year, and I met you through. Um, I think we we met in the hallway. You may have come up and introduced yourself to me because you had just applied for the uh, finance internships, right? So I know you have, as a brilliant mind, a brilliant thinker, and as a leader, so to hear you talk about your schooling experience um, and the things that um, weren't there for you and and really how some of these things became magnified at the beginning, during, and through the pandemic, right? That, that That's really um, resonating with me from the standpoint that I don't believe you're the only student, right? That has that experienced the pandemic that way. As a matter of fact, th- that, that was a life-changing experience for every person in this country, right? So I, I don't wanna brush past that and I wanna make sure that um, I acknowledge the impact that that has had on on all of us, and how you've described the impact that has had on you as a as a student here. And you know, as you were talking about your experience in the non traditional academy, what I what I can't get out of my mind is that you were describing attributes that I would hope would be the experience for every student, regardless of if they were in a non traditional academy or not. So things like a community, right? And and what stands out to me about that is I distinctly remember you talking about your experience transitioning from Minneapolis public schools to here and how it was it was hard to first figure out how to fit into that community because students who had gone through elementary school. So first and foremost, knowing that regardless of if it's the non-traditional academy or it's a, 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 a traditional course in our schools, that there has to be a sense of community. For, for students to feel welcomed and supported, right? And then the other thing that I, I heard you talk about is you define you talked about it in two ways. You talked about it in this, this this realm of care, like that you feel a great sense of care from the adults in the non-traditional academy, the four teachers that co-teach that class. And also you feel this sense of them pushing you or wanting to prepare you for something 
um, after this high school experience. And that just resonates with me because my hope is, and I'm, I'm hearing you say that hasn't been, that wasn't your experience um, prior to going to the NTA, but it would be my hope that that would be the experience for, for everyone. So I, I really appreciate you sharing that because if that's not what it, that's not what the experience is, that's definitely what we have to, to work towards. And I, I, um, I would love if you would just be willing to talk a little bit about, you know, how the skills that you've developed in the non-traditional academy and during your time here in St. Louis Park Public Schools, how that's prepared you to, to, to lead as a finance intern because you're, you're doing some big work. You know, you're doing some work around marketing. A few months ago, you were at the board meeting presenting on our, um, the, the financial advisory um, committee's recommendations, right? So you, you got a lot of heavy stuff on your plate and you, you do it at such a high level. So what has it been about this experience that has prepared you to do those things? Um, well, firstly, I'd like to say, um, I think the main difference um, on your point about how traditional schooling should feel like I described the NTA, I think the main difference is the amount of time and attention that they're able to devote mm. per kid, right? Mm. Um, and I think just in the teaching of m such a large amount of students in you know more compact amounts of time, there can become sort of like quick lapses of that or a teacher can't get to everyone all the time sure. with the amounts of students they teach, right? Yeah. Um, s teachers have always told me um, since ninth grade, I have 200 students, I teach 300 students, I teach as a reason for why they can't accomplish certain tasks. And so I don't know if it's necessarily even a solvable problem, I just think it presents a certain set of issues that affect a certain set of students mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. you know that being me um and in the nta um i think a, a big focus that um they they put a big focus on literacy um and being able to write and being able to speak and being able to communicate mm -hmm. uh we have discussions daily um or we started daily we have a lot of work to do so they've start, started to become weekly but we do uh, what we call a famal a five minutes of writing and we'll be asked these deep questions about whatever topic um, we were asked about food justice around the world um, and so we spent five minutes writing on that and then we spent half an hour or more discussing it, um, sharing our opinions as a group. Um, so I think intelligent debate is mm -hmm. something that really helps me, me personally articulate my words. I I'm already a fairly well-spoken person, but this has kind of pushed me to you know new levels. I think, you know, Mr. Weber, um, if I may start the yeah. shout out portion Absolutely, a little early. Yeah. Um, he's the the one of the head engineers of the NTA. Um, not an engineer, he's a teacher. Um, but he he sets it up a lot with his design, the famales are his idea, and he really encourages um, this deep conversation. And he will ask questions on questions on questions to one person to get them to explain why and to get them to think. And that's always his goal is to get us to think. And I think um, that 
that is such an important thing to learn is how to process ideas and you know within all the material that's processed in traditional schooling I think that can be missed because it's almost like a pre-required skill entering mm -hmm. into it and you know you should know how to think to some degree but learning to think is a lifelong process absolutely no that's <laughs> beautifully stated you know I my, my heart right now is overjoyed listening to you talk about your experience in an NTA and, and you, you talk about this idea of thinking critically and, and one of the aspects of 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 what we what we kind of describe as culturally relevant learning environments is this idea of critical consciousness and it's exactly what you've described is it's making sure that students leave St. Louis Park Public Schools having the ability to engage in thoughtful and productive dialogue while being able to critically analyze and think about some of the some of the most challenging topics and things that our world has not yet been able to solve because we know at some point somebody's going to have to solve for these things and we believe we have a responsibility in helping to create uh, a population of people that can solve for some of these tough world challenges and I'm I'm excited that you know you've really been exercising and strengthening your muscles to to do some of that and I I heard you acknowledge Mr. Weber Mr. Joe Weber as one of the people that have had a positive impact on your experience here in St. Louis Park Public Schools and I'm wondering if there's anybody else that you would want to acknowledge at this time yeah um, there's several people. Um, firstly, the rest of the NTA teachers. Miss um, Jill Merkel, um, she was a teacher that was particularly kind to me uh, during my junior year. Uh, she was always supportive. She, I was never scared to come into her class after missing it or after missing an assignment. And, you know, I just knew that worst come to where she had me. Um, there's uh, Mr. Miller. He did a lot of the same. He understood, you know, that I wasn't in the best place last year, and he never questioned. He he gave me the space I needed. Miss um, Elizabeth Husing, uh, she's so kind. She loves us. She loves to teach, and she loves to help us with anything we need. Um, and finally, I'd love you to sh shout out to Mr. Christopher Nordmark. Mm -hmm. Great teacher, great man. I was talking to him 30 minutes ago in the hallway. Um, so kind, uh, always put a smile on my face and helped me through my junior as well. That's beautiful. And the theme that I heard or a word that I heard you use consistently for all of those um, educators that you just described is this, 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 the word kind kindness and the care that comes along with that. So so thank you for acknowledging them. I, I think it's so important that we take the time to um, thank those that have had an impact on our, our lives. So I appreciate you being willing to do that. So, you know, I know there's just a few short months left of your high school experience and <laughs> would love to hear a little bit about what your plans are. Um, I, I know that um, you um, were a part of our, our CNA program and I would Love to hear a little bit about that, and if that factors into your plans or anything else you would want to talk about as it relates to your plans after high school. Yeah, um, so I've always been, or I've always known that I've wanted to go to college. Um, just me as a person, my my lifelong love of learning that I've always had. Um, and, you know, I've sort of landed at a point where um, it's easier for me to take a gap year, and I want to 
kind of improve on myself as, as a person and get myself really ready uh, to go into college. I think COVID was a big, you know, factor in, in that decision for me. Um, I think I need to, you know, really just relearn my habits. Um, just COVID does a lot of like damage that's really hard to describe, right? It's, it's a, a years of lack of social progression of like learning how to interact, um, learning how to be as a person. Um, so um, I have a job too. I'm working part-time, but I, I'm hoping to work full-time in the summer. I'm a manager at Chipotle at on 5580 Excelsior, come visit. Um, and uh, I, my manager has offered me opportunities to advance. Um, so I'm hoping to stay there, earn a good amount of money, and then uh, over the summer, get hired part-time in a nursing home uh, and just progress in CNA. I haven't worked as a CNA, so I, I don't know if I'll like it yet. And an important part for me in my process um, in becoming an adult is to not overcommit myself to anything that I think might not be my thing. If mm. I get a job at a nursing home and the first week is absolutely horrible, I will quit right then and there and I will pursue something else because I know that in order to be where I truly want in life, I need to be doing something that I love. And yeah. I know that there are things out there that I can feel you know, so passionately about that day at work won't feel like a day at work. Um, and, you know, the next year or two or three or four or five or ten are for me to find that. Um, so my plan is my plan for now, and if it changes, it changes. Yeah, I appreciate that. And so much wisdom there that you that you possess in just understanding yourself and what it is that you need to find joy in life and be connected to the things that that you really enjoy doing and I'm, I'm excited to hear about your plans um, and the, the the applying that you're doing at nursing homes and I'm excited the fact that you were able to here in high school get your CNA certification through our program and now that you'll potentially be using that in the future really warms my heart well I I we're at the point in our conversation where we do something called mic drops, and it's really just an opportunity to share any last um, last comments, thoughts, or ideas that you didn't, didn't get to share in our conversation. But what I want to say is that, um, Mishek, I, I really appreciate you. I, 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 I find you to be um, a very brilliant mind, and I'm excited. I'm so excited about the impact that you're going to have um, on the world, and I, I can't wait to hear about how you choose to positively impact our world, but I know that you're gonna have a positive impact. So I just wanna thank you for being a student here in St. Louis Park Public Schools, and I'm looking forward to celebrating with you and the rest of your classmates here in a few months on the, at the stadium as we, as we go through our commencement ceremony. So is there anything that you would like to add? Um, well, thank you. It's always nice to get a thank you from the superintendent for being a student. That's feels like an accomplishment. Um, I forgot to shout out Miss Lesky. Um, <laughs> she was my CNA teacher. She guided us so well through the entire uh, process. She was she organized so much. She there were some days she'd just be exhausted and you know so run down. She would be like, "Okay, guys, we have to do this," and we would do it because she would set it up as easily as it possibly could be for us. Um, it was really streamlined because of the work she put into it. Um, and she's such a caring individual. 
uh, very motherly type. <laughs> she gets that a lot. Um, but she deserves a shout out. Um, I I don't quite know what to say for a mic drop, but I guess I'll comment on what I've seen uh, from this district just in my work with the Financial Advisory Committee and on the various things I've done. Um, it's an interesting angle to, to view a school district from the perspective of a student, um, especially because you can come into it with a sort of natural enmity to administration, um, just because of the nature of the clashes and the miscommunication of intention and you know the general lack of understanding of the necessities it takes to run a school district. Um, so it was it was very enlightening to see from an administrative angle the multitude of issues that you know come up and how they're dealt with. Um, I was very impressed by the the deep dedication I saw from the people at the highest levels of the district. You included Dr. Osai, the school board members, Patricia Magnuson, Rachel Hicks. Let's get it on on recording. Um, and so, n not to say it is without flaws, but I'm very optimistic about the direction it's heading with people that are in charge. Right? Yeah, no, that's a beautiful way to end our conversation today. Thank you again, Meshach, and I wish you all of the best in your future. Thank you.